With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, Bob Brill. He's Eric Kramer. Welcome to Kramer and Brill, an NFL fantasy football podcast. Each week, my co-host, former Bears and Lions quarterback Eric Kramer, and myself delve into your fantasy football choices and hopefully help put you on your way to a victory. Sometimes we get it right, and well, sometimes we're going to leave it at that. And you find out more by going to our website, KramerandBrill.com, or on my Bob Brill YouTube channel. Now, recapping how we did last week, Eric said Lamar Jackson would go off, and even without the 79-yard touchdown run, he scored big. However, he dissed Tua, and all the Miami quarterback did was throw six touchdown passes and set some records. Well, I said get rid of Aaron Rodgers, and while he did continue to beat up on Eric's Bears, he didn't have such a great day with just two TD passes. I'm still on the move Rodgers train at the moment. I also said to sit James Conner, seven fantasy points, said I was correct. Now, we both like Nick Chubb and Tony Pollard. We were correct. We were right on with the receivers, but no one saw Nelson Aguilar or Garrett Wilson going off big time. Your thoughts? Well, here, several players so far have jumped out at me this season, one of which is Jared Goff, the entire Lions team also. Um, I just texted Chris Spielman this morning because I was watching the game, and I'm like, this even special teams, it looks like the special teams coach tonight when we were there was a guy named Frank Gans. And now it looks special teams-wise like they're on top of things too. But Jared Goff, to me, didn't have a career when he went to the Lions. And now I think he's revived that along with both sides of the ball. Uh, the other guy, I think, is Jalen Hurts, and that, which is why we're talking about Nelson Aguilar. And to me, he stepped up from last year where he was really just a, you know, he could run around outside the pocket and create some plays, both running and throwing. Now he's an in-the-pocket guy for sure. In fact, I think he's at this point better or on the way to becoming better than, um, than Lamar Jackson. And really, I do. And as a result, combined with what they've done with Harry, what, what uh, the strength of the roster that Howie Roseman added in this offseason, uh, by far, in a way, they're the best team in the NFC East. Well, you know, barring injury, Lamar Jackson, I think this year is probably going to have one of the greatest years ever. And that's because it's his contract year. He knows he's probably going to end up somewhere else. Tyler Huntley's in the wings. I don't think, uh, you know, depending on where this season goes and what they're doing as far as they're building that team, um, I'm not sure if they're going to, you know, spend the more than $320 million that it'll take to to keep him, and somebody else will. So I'll have to – and I'm 31 sure, of the teams out there. Uh, especially they all got Jeff books too. You know, that, Dallas might be the one. So injuries, Trey Lance after the season. So if you didn't have Jimmy G, you should now. And if you haven't gotten on the Joe Flacco train, get on it. He is on fire with the Jets and Mitch Trubisky beginning to look like Mitch Trubisky, right? Well, okay. Starting with him, I thought, okay, maybe he finally got it going because he did look pretty good this preseason, but I was wrong there. Uh, he may not even start next game. Um, not only are the 49er fans happy, but I think the players for the 49ers are also happy that now Jimmy or James Garoppolo 
who looks and feels and plays like a real NFL quarterback is now doing just that. Anyone who saw him play last week, and I only saw a few plays, but he's back to being the guy he was before, which is the guy that can throw with anticipation, put the ball where it needs to be, how it needs to be there. And uh, is does he have the upside of Trey Lance? I'm not sure Trey Lance has any upside, honestly. It's interesting, yeah. After seeing him play, he can't read a defense. He cannot read one. It, it, until he got hurt, it was a competition between he and Justin Fields, neck and neck, for the worst NFL quarterback. Now it solely belongs to Justin Fields. And uh, Trey Lance has now got to get back doing what he's never done before. And he's got to learn how to play this game. Um, and so I think, like you said, Flacco starting to pick up. Is Zach Wilson even the guy when he comes back? I don't know. And uh, I don't know that he ever was to begin with. And I think what that speaks to to me is Robert Sala, and there's a head coach with New, with New York, has obviously done his homework in, in life and as a football coach that he's put a good organization in place. The Jets for so many years haven't had that. And I think now, like the Bears, they are heading that direction. Well, let's get right to the games Thursday night. Steelers-Browns, loving it. I'm, I'm liking a Steeler comeback this week as the NFC North matchup is that important already this early in the season. I think Mike Tomlin has his guys ready. Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryermuth, the only guys I like here, though, as well as the Steeler defense. And we got that Kenny Pickett question and the Mitch Trubisky question. We'll have to wait and see what that says. But it looks like Amari Cooper's found a new home. Chubb and Hunt, they're solid for me here, too. I, I like it. And, and I think we can all agree that anybody who was either paying attention, watching the game, or at the game last week in, in Pittsburgh heard the Kenny, yep. Kenny chance going. And so it's just just a matter of time that that's going to happen. I think, and without Najee Harris, though, you don't have a run game that eventually when he comes back and this offensive line starts running the football, that's when these down the field plays are going to happen. And, but until then uh, it's going to be tough for any quarterback back there because you just don't have the time without play action, without a running game to have the time for receivers to get that far down the field. Moving on to Sunday, got Saints and Panthers with Alvin Kamara out and Winston throwing three picks last week. I'm a no on no, uh, even uh, with Thomas at wideout. I like McCaffrey here, and with the Saints D, I would not start Mayfield. Otherwise, I probably would have. All right. Well, I'll just, I would never start Baker Mayfield <laughs> for any reason. And I still think Jameis Winston will get things turned around. Uh, he, he throws the ball well. He just at times makes poor decisions, but I think even that's getting better. Um, therefore, I'm going to stick. If I had Michael Thomas, I'd start him. And Chris Olave is another guy who's good and only getting better. Texans, Bears, I, there's only one player I like and one defense. I like the Bears defense here, and I like David Montgomery. Outside of that, I'm, I'm, I'm not picking anybody on these two teams. I agree with you. I mean, the Bears are a train wreck on offense. And the combination of Fields and Luke Getzey calling plays, designing plays, to me, I'm not sold. And uh, the offensive line, though, and the running game, the running game is good because of the offensive line. And the combination of David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert together, uh, I love the way they start and finish runs. That's, that's just a fact. And Justin Fields is also part of that running game. More, he's more part of the running game than his passing game, unfortunately. Chiefs Colts, pick them. Any Chief is fine. I'm still loving me some juju to get it going. And Jonathan Taylor, despite a bad day last week, uh, keep an eye on Pittman, though. If he's healthy, he's a start, but he may not be healthy two weeks in a row. Despite getting body slammed by the Chargers safety Jalen Ramsey last week, uh, 
uh, Travis Kelsey is still Mahomes' favorite target, and for good reason. The guy does nothing but go to pro bowls and catch 100 balls or near it a year. And in the red zone, they create plays for him, which means he's going to score. So you got to go with Mahomes. Obviously, you have him. You have to go with Kelsey. But even that, the new guy to me that's emerged is Edwards Elaire. And he, again, he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he shows up in both the run and pass game. He finishes off runs. You can't find him, actually, to even tackle him. And I think he just has a – he's now developed into that other target that's, that, along with some others, somebody has to replace Tyreek Hill. But it's not somebody. It's somebody's. And – uh, Edwards Elia is part of that picture. You know, I, I, you've made a good point there with him. He finishing runs. Not a lot of guys do that more or doing it more uh, often now. But you know, uh, he really does. It's like the, the legs keep moving, the body keeps twer- turning. You know, and if three guys don't get him done, so it's going to take four. So, Bills Dolphins. Any Bill is solid, and after last week, so are any Dolphins. Can Tua repeat? Well, no, not against the Bills defense, but he is worth a start here if you have him. I definitely like James Cook here as well. Here's where I'm going to disagree. Tua is not worth a start here. This is now they're playing a defense. This, the Bills defense defensively is just as good as they are offensively. And the Dolphins do not have a running game. And you show up in this game and don't have a running game, it's over fast. And can Tua sit back there under that pass rush and pick apart that defense? Nope. And I'm, you know, again, it's interesting. He and Jalen Hurts were at Alabama at the same time. One guy ended up transferring. That guy is now better than Jalen Hurts. I mean, uh, better than Tua. You know, it's, it, it's interesting with uh, the way that Von Miller has made such an impact on that Bills defense. I mean, one player who is just, I mean, it, it's like TJ Watt. You know, one player can make such an impact. And, he's, and they were good, but now they're great. Well, look what he did last year for the Rams, and yeah. that was just the end of the season. So he's he's like for hire now. So he's going to show up and do the same thing for the Bills this year. Like a gunslinger, you know, <laughs> bring him in. Uh, Lions-Vikings, and I do like Delvin Cook here. If Irv Smith is getting targets, it means Justin Jefferson is not. And that doesn't spell good things for Cousins. So I expect that stereo to reverse itself this week. So sit Smith, start Jefferson, Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, Swift and Williams. If you're um, if you're not deep at flex, I like uh, Williams. Swift is an automatic start. Well, I I too like you agree with the Lions are just a different team this year and and offensively it starts with Jared Goff. He looks comfortable. Therefore, everyone else is in the picture. The guy that you left out that I wouldn't is T.J. Hawkinson. Mm. He dropped a couple of passes or dropped a pass last week. He just hasn't really hit his stride just yet. But that guy's legit. And so if you've got him, I would start him. Don't be don't be the guy that waits the week too long to start him. That could be. That could be. I've got him and I, I he's behind Pat Firemuth for me. So I <laughs> you know, it's a toss up for me. It really is, you know. You and leave Firemuth, black and gold. I get yeah, it. Yeah, well, no, I mean, but Firemuth <laughs> is, is producing. He really is. Uh, the last couple of weeks he's been like one point ahead of um uh Hawkinson. And I'm actually thinking this week if um Pittman is out, maybe even moving Hawkinson to my flex position because he's been performing better than some of my wide receivers. Yeah. Ravens, Patriots, Patriots O-line look good against Pittsburgh. Can they do it again? I say it can. So Mac Jones is good this week. Uh, you know the Ravens who who were startable on that team. That's pretty much a lot of guys. 
And I think to me, the Patriots kind of at this point look rudderless. I mean, they, they, who's calling the plays for them? Nobody really knows their offensive line. Okay. They play good some weeks. They got, it's they're, they got a running game and, and Mac Jones and the offensive passing game has not really come alive just yet. On the other hand, uh, the Ravens have too much talent. They're too well coached. Uh, Lamar Jackson is too much of a phenom for him, not only him, but everybody he throws to. He's also part of that running game. And I think they have to rebound this week and they'll put up a lot of fantasy numbers. And and who expected him to go 79 yards? I mean, that was just, that's like, and it's effortless. Yeah, I know. It's just like, there it is. Okay. Here I, here I come, come stop me. Raiders and Titans, Renfro is a sit for uh, Las Vegas. Haskins, I like as a possible flex for the Titans, depending how deep you are. Well, so to me, okay, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, they're both going to go off at some point. Again, don't wait too long. And the Titans just got mauled last week. And I think this would be a great week to start uh, Carr and Devontae Adams. Eagles commanders Hurts found himself again this week, but don't look for it to happen against Washington, which is a team that's playing solid. Dallas Goddard is solid, but don't go overboard on Quez Watkins. Is that how you pronounce this guy's name on two big catches and Carson Wentz. He's for real. So are Samuel and Dotson. Yeah, and I think Hertz is on pace. If they had this category called take the largest offseason step up, it would go to Jalen Hurts this year. Uh, I do think he's going to go off against commanders as he will against any team he plays. Um, he may have a bad week here and there, but it won't be because of the team he's playing. Um, and I think, you know, again, we mentioned Nelson Aguilar. There's going to be, they've got talent everywhere offensively. Uh, and Jalen Hurts is now becoming to me a legit start fantasy wise. Uh, it's not just Lamar Jackson now that can run around and make plays both in and outside the pocket. I don't think we've ever had this many, good young quarterbacks who are the, as mobile as they are. You had Hertz and, and um, Kyler Murray and, and of course, uh, Jackson, and even some of the guys who are a step below that, like Russell Wilson, who used to be more of a runner. I mean, there's just so many. Well, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yeah, Joe Burrow, too, even, you know. So, yeah, Jack. He's just got, he's just got to pull his head out here one of these games <laughs> and sort of get back to being who he had been. Yeah. Jags and Chargers. Well, it might be time to jump on the Trevor Lawrence bandwagon. And Christian Kirk is the real deal week to week. Eckler, Palmer, and Everett are all good picks. But Justin Herbert was pretty banged up this last week. So keep an eye on the injury wires for him to see if he is going to even play. Well, this is a game I'm actually going to be at. And uh, and so you got one in the Chargers that are a legit Super Bowl contender. And you got one team that's definitely on the rise in Jacksonville. Lawrence, again, looks awesome, and he's now developing into the quarterback that everybody thought he was going to be coming out of college. Uh, and then now, from here, they just got to build a cast around him. Uh, but the team in general of the Jaguars looks legit. And to me, this should be a great matchup with a lot of, uh, a lot of offensive fireworks if the Jaguars have an answer for that Chargers defensive front. Rams Cardinals, Matt Stafford seems good to go. Tyler Higby, Allen Robinson finally got it going. Akers and Henderson are becoming like Chubb and Hunt, not too dependable for volume at running back one. Now, hard to sit Kyler Murray, and Dortch looks uh, like he's for real. I said to sit Connor last week. I was right. Sit him again this week. And yeah, and I think, like you said, Kyler Murray's too talented. I mean, they may not win all their games this year or even close to it, but they're going to put up numbers fantasy wise. And so, um, uh, who's the tight end they picked up from Philadelphia last year? Ertz. Um, 
not no uh um, earth yeah zach Ertz. and so i think he's becoming uh, a guy that kyler murray can depend on as well both uh in the red zone and just out in the field he's got some speed and athleticism and he's smart he knows the game and uh obviously the rams are lowered everywhere but like you said running the ball wise it's gonna they're gonna be split um you know kind of like a lot of teams are this year that's become a trend too. Uh, it seems like more teams going to that dual back. I mean, not at the same time, uh, you know, but the, it seems like, you know, they're giving guys but a marble it, blow. It's, it's a different game. It's hard to get 20, 25 carries a game anymore, yeah. 17 weeks in a row. Unless you're Najee Harris. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, he, he, he's not, he's not week to week now. No, no. And, you know, the weird thing is, you know, it's, it's the old thing about, uh, I heard a comment years a few years ago, and it's so true. Mike Tomlin likes to run the wheels off his running back. So, you know, uh, Dawkins Seahawks, give me more Drake London as the rookie just took off. Look for Geno Smith to rebound. Uh, I'd go one more week with DK Metcalf before I start to look elsewhere, though. Yeah, I offensively, the Seahawks, to me, look to be just spinning their wheels right now. I The guy who's surprising me with the Falcons right now is Marcus Mariota. I shouldn't say surprised. You can kind of see this coming. He had a few games last year with the Raiders where he stepped in and did a fantastic job. And I think he's tailor-made for an offense run by and designed by Arthur Smith calling plays because he's, again, a, a good dual-threat quarterback. Packers, Buccaneers, I'm sorry. I'm still on the sit Rodgers, and I'm not high on Brady, but I'm higher for one old man over the other. And I'm not sure Brady has it going this year. I, I'm good with Fournette, mainly because of volume. But Brady, you know, I, I'm not sure he made a good decision to come back. Let's, let's take on Rodgers for first here. Don't ever sit Aaron Rodgers until he's sitting in retirement. That's just a fact. Um, Brady's got bigger issues than just football right now that I think right. are going to are kind of keeping him mentally away from this game right now to the level he's used to playing. The other guy in, it, with Green Bay that I would start is a guy named Aaron Jones, the running back. He just runs like on fire, and I don't. Doesn't matter if he's running the ball or receiving the ball. He's a he is a legit factor in that offense. Uh, Alan Lazard seems to be growing into that guy that that Brady. Count, I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers counts on kind of all over the field. Uh, they design plays for him in the red zone. He's tall. He's big. He's fast, and I think he could be the guy that takes over for that void left by Devontae Adams. Um, and, I, you know, with when you flip over the ball, I'm sorry, the other guy I forgot there is Robert Tunyon, the, the tight end, athletic. And now he's back, and they designed a lot of plays for him in the red zone as well. And you flip over the ball to the Buccaneers, now that Gronk and A.B. are gone, yes, that A.B., yours, mm -hmm. uh, there doesn't seem to be that guy anymore in Tampa Bay that is sort of the designated 100-yard uh, catch touchdown or two a game guy 49ers broncos jimmy g as we mentioned back in the saddle i'm good to go there i like debo i like jeff wilson but kittle is probably out so watch the uh the wires there broncos go with wilson williams and sutton but keep your eye on the slightly injured jerry judy he's questionable at the moment i will have to see where that goes but uh, later in the week you want to check the injury wires to see if he is indeed ready to go and i think that Garoppolo now back in the lineup makes the 49ers not just a good team, but a Super Bowl contender again. And when you get, you know, the level of play that he plays with is like it should look. He he finds open guys on time. The ball gets delivered in such a way that they can run with it after the catch. And 
the other guy uh, in San Francisco that you didn't mention is Akil Harry. He's the guy, I think, route running wise, that gives them the down the field. I just saw it. I mean, even even with Trey Lance, he's the guy that they're looking to get open on down the field throws off of play action. Um, and he does. He's an effective player uh, and has got the big time speed to go with it. And that's why Debo Samuel now and Kittle, when he comes back, they're going to be the players they once were, you know, for the last several years. Cowboys Giants Monday night. Cooper Rush is worth a look if you have no one better. He actually looks pretty solid. Pollard and Zeke, another two-headed monster. Well, becoming more of that trend we're talking about in the NFL. Noah Brown, worth a look, but Schultz might be injured, so wait on him. Giants, Barkley's back. Jones is not. And I think Rush, to me, Cooper Rush isn't kind of fantasy football starter worthy just yet. Um, But I think because they do have a running game now, they can – they do have a play-action game, which does allow them to get the ball down the field, which allowed him to get the ball down the field, Cooper Rush. I mean, to me, that brings in CeeDee Lamb back in the picture again. And as we've talked about, uh, their running game is sort of a two-headed monster. I like Pollock because he offers more in the passing game, and he, and he offers more on breakaway run potential. That's true. Uh, but I think, you know, Dalton Schultz, once he does get back healthy and is in the lineup, he's also a guy that's going to be looked for in the red zone. And there you have it. Another edition of Kramer and Brill. Find out more by going to our website, KramerandBrill.com, or in my Bob Brill YouTube channel. For my friend and colleague, Eric Kramer, I'm Bob Brill. We'll see you next time.